Hello and welcome back to the A3 Footy Podcast. We've got the very last season preview. Wow. Oof. We've got the Lions and the Cats, second and first place finishes in 2019. My name is Alex Catalano. Alex Miller, who are you most excited to talk about here? Well, <laughs> I'm excited to talk about both these teams equally, not for the same reasons equally. <laughs> one team is much more exciting. Yep, yep. Fair <laughs> but enough. Yes. Alex Doherty, we've got a huge one here. Oh. Got to wrap it all up. It's exciting. Last season preview, boys. We've come a long way. This is when we send off the parcel. This is this is the delivery. We've got the ladders set up for the end of the episode as well. Everyone's we got their ladders we and where we think everyone's finishing. Yes. Very exciting. So we are starting with the Brisbane Football Club. Yes, we sure are. We are. Second last year. Second place finishes. Nearly could have finished first on the ladder. Outstanding, weren't they, boys? Which would have been an absolute amazing turnaround from 2018, where they finished 15th, I believe. Yes. Yep. That is one of the biggest turnarounds from one year to the other in AFL history, I believe. It's fantastic to 13 see. 13 places up the ladder. The Faganism is working. It's Yes. Chris Fagan, that man cannot be commended any higher. No, he is seriously, I'd say, in my opinion, the best coach in the league right now. Better than Dimmer. Yep. I yep. think Fags should have coached the All-Stars yes. on you know, uh, yep. I, I, Friday night. So but why was, full full why on was, agree with that. Why was Horse coaching? I, I don't know. Because apparently he has the runs on the board. <laughs> you got the runs in the toilets, maybe. That's about <laughs> I but mean, yes. w- I mean, what is it? One premiership in what three grand finals? Yes, that's not good enough, is it? Tim has got two, um, and two and two. I think three grand finals definitely puts you in contention to do it. Actually, Fagan's got none. So, but he had, he had he's got a pretty year. Why, why, why wasn't Clarko coaching? That's true. He's a uh, where's Clarko from? Tassie, isn't he? He's Tassie man. Tassie man. I feel like he is. There you go. Anyway, could let's, be. Let's talk about. He could be in everywhere. Brisbane man. a little bit more. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> their list was really good. Obviously, some of the key players from last year will be the same this year. Yes. This man, Cat, who you think can be an Australian, mm-hmm. Hugh McCluggage. Yes, can absolutely. He be, can he be an Australian this year? In this kid could have made. Wait, did he make the squad of forty? He did make the squad. Yeah, of he did make the, he squad made the forty. Of 40. That's amazing. You, you were the one. You were the one that was pushing for um, Hugh McCluggage on the on on the best twenty-two. Well, he should have been in the best twenty-two. Only he wasn't. Because there was plenty of better talent. There's always one robbed every year. There was also Ben Brown last year, but anyway. Ben Brown gets robbed every year. Uh, yeah. No, I think this year, if McCluggage has a similar year, uh, I saw him play in the first Marsh game that they played, and he looked just as good as ever. God, his skills are just, they're really high level for someone yeah. of his age. Yeah, he came out the gates in the first five minutes or something and had about five or six touches. It was crazy. Yes, it was. Uh, if indeed. he bursts out of the gates in every game this year, like that. Like that. <laughs> I think he's going to be a huge year. He's going to yeah. be money. Uh, Mitch Robertson, obviously important player. Uh, he's really changed not just his attitude, but his on-field ability since he's come over from Carlton. I'll tell you what, he, he, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think he's the kind of pl- the player that operates the wing so well, but he just he's a natural mm. on, the, on, on the wing. He's also a very, very strong leader, mm. Robbo. Like, you they, see that... They love him. The team absolutely gets up for him. Oh, he's, yeah. He's like the, the heart and soul of the club. I think he's seen some times, obviously at uh, Carlton especially. Yeah. Um, when he was a bit younger himself, what what he needs to do maybe for those younger players around him. And yeah, he's a f- phenomenal leader. And I think yeah, it, nothing is I think more more rewarding than seeing a player change their attitude and because mm-hmm. he's, I think his ability's always been there. He was actually drafted the Carlton with some sort of a high regard. So talent's always been there. It's just always been a question of his attitude, and he's really picked it up. And credit to him for putting in the hard work to get there as well. And he had a huge year last year, and he will again this year, I think. Um, Absolutely. The only thing is, hopefully, his hammies can last him all 22 rounds. Yeah, he's getting a bit older now, Robbo. On, he's turning 31. 31. Yeah, right. 
very soon. So, so he's had some injury troubles with that yeah. hammy, so hopefully he can overcome that. Uh, probably one of the best players in the comp, Lockie Neal. Yeah, definitely. Guy's just a magnet, Doc. Top 10 midfielder for sure. Really, I think I think that we saw a different different Lockie Neal last year as opposed to the one we've we've come to love at Frio. Yep. Obviously, his t- skills with the picking up the footy is well documented, mm. but I think it, I think it's how he used it last year has been massive. The the key difference between yep. mm. being that elite midfielder to being a very just a you know a very good a very good midfielder. A Tom Mitchell. You'd probably feel more confident as well being let off the leash as the number one midfielder oh, at yeah. your club. I yep. def- I you know I definitely pick Lockie Neal over Tom Mitchell. To be oh, hundred percent would as well. Easy. Yes. Tom Tom Mitchell's a really good inside mid, but I think there Lockie are... Lockie Neal does more for the team, I think. Yeah, I, I definitely think that. More of a creative individual, more of an artist. I think even though they're both <laughs> inside midfielders, they have slightly different roles. Yeah, I they think. do. But uh, I think... If Neil, I was starting could, a team... Neil could win a Brownlow. Yeah. Before he well, he was one of your... Is he one of your... Somewhat one of yeah, us I think I had him in the top three, I'm yeah, pretty sure, yeah. I think... Uh, so he's a huge player and... He had an amazing game against Port the other week, despite their loss in the Marsh series. Uh, yes. Dan Rich, boys, um, obviously mm. r- rising star a couple of years back, but he's just had a phenomenal last couple of years as a halfback revelation. Yeah, he's it, a man who gets better with age as well, Rich. It's it's crazy to think that when he came into the league, he was he was a ready-to-go inside mid. Yeah. And mm, he, he had the absolute standout first year and then kind of flew under the radar for a little while. He kind of, he kind of, he kind of, of tapered off with his form a little bit. Mm. Particularly during the um, the Boss Lepic era, mm. yeah, and then obviously last couple of years they've thrown him, they've thrown him at half back where he's able to use his foot absolutely, and he's just completely dominated monster sixty meter pearlers. He's transformed his body though. Really, he's lost a lot of weight and he's really cut down. He's he's actually looks like he's gained a bit of speed. Um, and I think that'll be the biggest thing. Hopefully, even in his late years, yeah. he can keep up that pace. But one of the premier rebounding defenders, I'd say, of the comp. Absolutely. Steph Martin, he played in the All-Star game, uh, on the well, State of Origin game on the weekend. No, Not no, sure why. No, another one. <laughs> no, he's, he's all right. He's a good player. I would have had somebody else. Like who? Jared Witz. Witsy, Witsy's a New South he's Wales. He's under a bit of an injury cloud at the moment, I think. And, be- oh, and besides, yeah. Witsy's New, Th- New South Wales. Actually, I saw Stewie Jew was coaching for one of the teams. He was oh, yeah. Assistant coach. In the box? Yes. No, he was on the bench. Oh, I, thought, yeah. I thought he was the caterer. <laughs> he was. Uh, he couldn't be the caterer because he did it all. He, it all. <laughs> he, he ate the caterer. <laughs> yeah, Steph, 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 that's why he's the caterer. <laughs> Steph Martin, with his age, still very reliable ruckman. And uh, you saw Cat uh, that he was playing a bit down back against Port the other week. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. I've never really thought of Steph Martin as a player to sit behind the ball, but he was kind of there, mm. always that last man. Uh, yeah, in defence and well, got his mitts to it. Well, he's been a very he's, he's a very mobile player, mm. so I. Think the reason why the reason why he was so good in mm. the ruck for all these years because because of his athleticism and his yeah. endurance and capabilities he almost plays like a like another mid mm-hmm. he does yeah so you, you throw him down back it's almost like another Ben McAvoy yeah. type operator I think they were almost trialing it in a way to uh, oh yeah they had Harris Andrews obviously was playing but I think they were letting uh, Gardner play a bit more loose and that looks pretty good for the Lions mm. um, so it's interesting to see how they play those three in the back line this Spe- year speaking of Darcy Gardner. What do you reckon about him? I think oh, he's a key player. One, one of the most underrated defenders in this Absolutely. competition. Absolutely. He love, does his job him. week in, week out. Sometimes he gets the uh, best, tallest key forward, or he gets a small uh, defender, a uh, small forward, sorry. And he just does his job so well. And the biggest mm. thing, I think, is that when he's actually getting it now, he's improved his kicking a fair bit. Quite a versatile player, Gardner. I Isn't think especially th- with Adams, if, mm. he, if Adams can play 22 games this Unlikely. year, 
That well, Brisbane, unlikely, but you never know. That Brisbane backline, yeah, is very versatile. Then if Adams. looking very strong, man breaks easy, man breaks more easily than uh, fine china, Marcus Adams. <laughs> <laughs> but assuming he can stay fit, I think the Lions' defenders are in a very good spot. The addition of Grant Birchall, obviously, mm. to bring in that extra leadership yeah. now that Hodge has officially moved into coaching, Mr. Podge. Well, uh, I think it'll just it'll just help them even more. Yeah, you know, I think you've so. basically got Hodgie coaching the back line, Birchall in there on game day. The young defenders certainly have plenty of leadership to look up to. Oh yeah, and I think I reckon Brisbane is one of their underrated things is their defence. I think if Marcus mm-hmm. Adams, regardless if he gets on the park a lot, I think if he plays 15, 18 games, it'd be a success. But yep. um, overall, the back six was pretty good last year. Yeah, a man who was part of the front six, Lincoln McCarthy. Yes. Excitement machine. The big ride. I've got him as a key player because he can add a bit of flair, more flair to this forward line, I think. He showed more in that year than he had the entire time he was at Geelong, Mm. Lincoln McCarthy. And very very good leap on him, and he's uh, a very dangerous player. You can see why Lockie Neal asked Brisbane to pursue him. Absolutely. This this guy is just a player who has never been able to show what he can do just because of injury. And now that he's had a full year under his belt, everybody respects him as a small forward. And I think... Him and Cameron, two of the best Charles. list of decisions that the Lions have made. Well, Charlie Cameron is a key player. Obviously, getting him from Adelaide Cat is mm. probably the steal of the last three, five years. I'll tell you what, if he didn't break down with injury that first year, he would have been he would have been up there for all Australian considerations because yeah. he, he had such a great first half of 2018. Yep. Yeah. Um, Dane Zorka, obviously captain. He uh, was really good last year and will keep being a great on-field and leader with his, uh, his tackling numbers are really good, but his pressure and... His ability to win the ball in the tight contest has been good. Another man who loves to contest possession is Jared Lyons. We love him here. Yes, oh, yes we do. Man, he just loves a contested ball. <laughs> he gets around it. He loves it. I think he likes it more I don't than know. the free I'll ball. I'll never know how the Suns just delisted him. Yes, yeah, so look, it is hard to believe. I don't know how believe. that happened. Boner. Boner? Yeah, mate. mate boning knife. Boning yeah, knife. Got, 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 got derailed by um, <laughs> Stuart Jew's boning knife. Yeah, so maybe it was a cultural issue or something like that, but we're not sure. But Jared's excelled in that system. Marcus Adams, as mentioned, Doc's got a little bit of a broken heart for him, like hemp <laughs> strings that Marcus has. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just annoyed that the fact that Marcus Adams wanted to, like, he t- told the dogs that he wanted to go home, which is in WA, and that, and then it's closer, and then you know, at the flip of a fifty cent coin, he said, "Oh, I'm just going to go to Queensland instead." Up yours, boys. <laughs> So, so you know. from the sounds of it, it was just anywhere but the dogs, really. <laughs> uh, piss off, Marcus. <laughs> I really rate him, Cat, as a third tall. Yeah, he, he, um, he's a good player. Like, he is a good player. Athletically, he's a standout. Mm-hmm. He like I've, I've built said, like I've, an absolute tank. I've built like an absolute tank, but he breaks down like a uh, fine china. So <laughs> fine china, tank. the man made out of glass, hey? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well, how many games did he play last year? Uh, I don't I'll know. Find out. Fourteen, fifteen, maybe off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, like. We know, like we know, he's very good athletically. Yeah, and I think he's he's got a decent IQ. Or you know, he knows how to read the footy. Hmm. Got a bit of pace on him too for someone his size. So I think if he can play all twenty two games hmm. in the yeah. Hanoi season, get it up from ten from last year. Ten, 10. from last oh. year. Yeah. Stop, stop getting injured for Christ's sake. He hasn't played more than fifteen games yet. No, in a year. Which no. is what does it tell he's you? He's only on thirty seven games for his career. Stop getting hurt, he Marcus. Still, he still is only twenty six, which is positive. Yes. Which means right now he'll be hitting his peak, and hopefully physically he does as well. A man who also had a lot of injuries last year, boys, Alex Willardon. Um, mm. Yeah, you, you 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 were on the record last year saying oh. that he lost lost a bit of pace. Yeah, I think um, I think he, he did was, have a bit of the second year blues. 
at times. Oh, yeah. Looked a bit... Sometimes his kicking looks a bit off. He's got a very, uh, what do they call it, laconic style. Yes. Where he, he looks like he kicks very lazily, and sometimes it kind of doesn't pay off. Yeah. Uh, I think it's his action, though. It looks a bit yeah, yeah. smooth and relaxed. Where he needs to get, get add a bit more aggressiveness to his game. Yeah, I think year. that's one thing he also lacks as well. His tackling numbers weren't really that high, and they're not usually, but um, yeah. I would expect a bit more. But I think he's still an important part of that mm. Brisbane back six. Especially and as a... He's not a tall defender. No. And no, with forward lines being so pressure heavy, you need yeah. to have your defenders be able to do it back. What so. about Eric Hipwood, boys? He, I think he was second in the goal kicking off the top of my head. 30-35, Doc, was it last year? Kick? Yeah, it was something like that. He, he, was, clo- he was closing in on, on, on 40. I'm just having a look yeah. here. Uh, 75 games. He can definitely be that 60-goal forward, Hipwood. He looks yeah. like the kind of player that... That could do it. Yeah, he kicked 35 goals last year. Wow, so that's a good guess, it, Alex. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you are incredible. <laughs> well well done, Alex Miller. I am the now prophet, not the almost prophet. <laughs> you are the almost prophet of the AFLW, but you are the prophet of AFL uh, men. Yeah, that's uh, 35 goals, good output, but there's a big gap between him and Charles. Yes. I, I think I think this is the year for, for, for Eric Hipwood. I mean, mm. obviously, the last couple of years, he's shown glimpses of what he can do. I mean, he's had bags of five and six, mm. but I think now is the year where he has to get Forty-five, fifty. Was he a high pick? Yeah, uh, relatively high, wasn't he? I think he was first round from memory. I'm, I'm not actually sure. First round. Get it up, Cap. <laughs> I will. But um, uh, no, <laughs> I, I I do remember he was an academy selection. Yes, that's so right. Yeah. Brisbane were always keen on him. Another man who's a bloody star, Doc Harris Andrews. Oh, don't we love him? This guy, I still think sounds weird, but I think he's still underrated in some respects. I think people in Victoria don't really know how. Amazing he is. Yeah, I, c- I can definitely see where you're coming from. If he was playing for a Victorian club, everyone would be lauding him as the next Alex Rance yeah. or, or whatever. He's, he's legit one of the at least top three key defenders in the comp, and he's 21 years old. Yeah, what? he's a gun. 21 years old. Yep. I believe. Yeah, I believe Harris, Harris Andrews is 21. I'm pretty sure. 22 he's either 21 or 22. Say that again. Nin- 96. So what's that? That's 20. He'd be 23 going on 24. Wow. That's still go. young as a pup. Turns 24 in December, so <laughs> he's going to be... He's gonna be all this year, he's going to be 23. He's a gun. He's one of the premier lockdown, Say that again. just versatile defenders that they've got. Harris Andrews. He's a gun. 21-year-old. Gun. I, don't, I don't see any... any. Uh, I think he led the spoils for yes, last year as well. You were so. right. Yes, that is true. Absolutely fantastic. Just so many times last year when I watched Brisbane play, like you looked like the, the man that Harris Andrews was playing on mm. was, was clear and then... Up jumps Harris Andrews from out of nowhere. It's <laughs> almost like Randy Orton in the wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> bit of bit of Andrews Andrews with the spoil. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Harris Andrews slithering in. <laughs> that, that's that's the kind of player he is. Though. Yeah, like, he is. Like you think you've beaten him, but he's but you haven't. He's not dead. He'll get back up. He'll keep going. <laughs> he, he's literally he's literally just off screen and he's just going. <laughs> <"Boop."> <laughs> Speaking of a man that has arms longer than the uh, Great Wall of China, Ooh, Oscar McInerney. I, still think, I like him. I think he's a key player because he, he's improving game after game. Yep. For a big, I think, basketball off the top of my head, um, his background wasn't really footy-based. So I think he's been a good addition. He's a, he's, a, he's a good marking forward, Oscar McInerney. He's got great hands. Do you think he'll play a bit more ruck this year, Doc, with Steph coming a bit to the back end of the year now? 33, I think, this year he turns, or 32. Yeah. It, de- it depends on... What what setup they run? What setup they're running with? I mean, obviously Steph Martin's going to be the number one ruck. Again. I like to see Archie Smith. We like yeah, him. Yeah, still got him in reserve. I really like Archie Smith. He does well at NAFL level, pretty consistently. It's just 
I don't think he's ever really gotten a run, a solid run of. I a think few if he gets a string of more. ten games at some point yeah. during the year, be good. You'd, yeah. you'd think so. He's only played the eleven career games. Mm. Yeah, I'd like to see him play at least five to ten in a row. I wouldn't think they'd have kept him around this long. If they didn't think he could How be something. He? How old is he, Cam? Uh, I think he might be older than you expect. Might twenty five. Twenty seven or so. Twenty. Well, it's only twenty four. Oh, okay. Yeah, twenty four going on twenty. He's really been around since. The Ice Age. Yeah. Right, I feel like <laughs> Only the Ice Age. I feel like he's been on their list for about five years. Yeah. I think they drafted him as, Maybe a, he has been. as a kid. Probably yeah. has been. There you go. Yeah, no, he's been on, he's been on the list for a while. So yeah. they, they definitely see something in him. Very, um, he's very athletic. Very, mm. um, just, a lot to, just a lot of room to work with. And I think he'll get yeah. there. The question is, though, obviously McInerney is younger mm. and showing a bit more big. as a forward as well. He's a big boy. Actually, so. y- you'd say that, but actually the big O is older. Oh. He's, tw- he's 25 going yeah, on 26. A, that's why I'm saying he's basketball like sort of. There you go. Like you. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd I'd still have I'd still have I'd give Archie up. a couple of games. Yeah, oh, oh you'd, you'd have to think Archie will get a couple of games somewhere down the line, but at, at the moment you'd say Steph's still number 1. Yes. Mm-hmm. Still got the tank, still got the um the the ability to play both as a run around think, the ground. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Now this is one thing Brisbane are good at developing young youth boys. Mm-hmm. The big improvers I think for 2020. Kalamachi. Now, this is a big if but if he's fit, I think he could be a steal of that tribe here. I did. I liked what I saw of him in the um in the preseason game. Not, didn't do a whole lot, but looked looked good. Is looked, he in the best twenty uh, two? It's going to be hard to find room in the back line for him. Is the thing. Well, we'll have to find out from Doc later. I'm very excited. <laughs> they could even play him up on the wing, but who do you move off the wing That's between right. the likes of Robbo and? McCluggage and I think he's the kind of player you can just play him anywhere and he'd do his job. He's a versatile mm. unit. Very, very very good utility player. Yes. Probably needs a position. Something that Brisbane you. don't have a whole lot of really. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you look at you look at this I'm looking at this best best twenty two here and there's maybe what, what one or two, three players that can play anywhere really a, cu- a couple of positions. Yeah. I mean, Dane Zorko I've got Small spoiler, but he's already in this best one yes. too. But I've got him at half forward because mm. he can actually do a pretty good job. Agreed. Faves tends to use the like of uh, Ryan Lester as his sort of every man and oh. plays him wherever he needs him. What the hell <laughs> does he? Not a fan. <laughs> what the hell does he see in Ryan Lester? Honestly, what I see is just a lumbering piece of human meat. <laughs> Jesus. Just Opposed cut. to Brisbane Lions, yeah. <laughs> human meat. What? Just somebody who's got a little bit of pace and that's it. Yes, yeah, so yeah, I think he do- uh, doesn't use the footy he well. Does, he does a job. Sometimes. He's a crab. He's the kind of bloke who Faze can say, we're playing you in this position, this position, this position, three Mate, three different positions. He's a crab. Doctor said it. He's a crab. All right, well, he might have he might have pincers, but anyway. He's a three different, three different positions three weeks in a row, and he'll say, yep, and he'll go and get the job done okay. Not yeah. fantastically, but okay. What Jeez, about what? this guy, Cam Rayner, guys? Obviously, his years have been a little bit yo-yo-y. Mm-hmm. Standing in his first year, second year was a bit up and Kept down. Kept calling for him to get dropped a few times last year. Probably could have used... I think he needs more midfield minutes. Yeah, like... Maybe. I, I, I agree, but the problem is is his tank. He, yeah. Like, it's, it's been well documented. It's not it's not a good tank. Yes, like, that is true. You know, you put him in the midfield and you'll probably... But even spurts... He'll probably, get, he'll probably be gassed after quarter time. Yeah, I think he just needs spurts of five, ten minutes per quarter. He's only really playing two to three every half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which isn't enough for somebody who is the number one pick for a reason. He's skillful as all get out. His goal kicking last year was a bit eh. Yep. Um, but I still think he's a big improver. Sam Skinner, Doc, you love this guy. I absolutely do love Sam Skinner. I love to see him play. Obviously, he's had injury hampered career. Three knee reconstructions already, boys. Still very young. I think he can, I think he can play this year though. Turns twenty three in June. Sam Skinner. It's still so. such a youthful list. Mm. Yeah. Oh, look, he's he, a youth. If if they have somebody like you know. Obviously, Dan McStay is somebody we haven't talked about, but I I like him as well. Yeah. 
But if somebody like Hipwood or McStay or even like Oscar McInerney goes down with the injury, I reckon Sam Skinner's one that can definitely fill in the role. He can play as a key. He can play, maybe maybe play a couple of minutes in the ruck as well. Yeah, I like it. I like it as well. Uh, Cedric Cox, boys, what do we think about him? I like this kid. I, I think you like him. I've seen, I've seen bits and pieces of him in the kneeful. Mm. It's weird. They play him forward in the kneeful. He kicks plays a, back. Kicks three or four, but then they bring him in. <laughs> plays back. Hey? He plays back. Yeah, when they bring him into what the, the hell? When they bring him to the senior team. Why is this? I don't get it. He could be a genuinely good small forward. I think their issue is that they already have two genuine star small forwards. Is there an inference that Chris Fagan is copying Luke Beveridge's selection of bingo? <laughs> <laughs> like, bingo. I've got Cedric Cox. Bingo. <laughs> I don't know. They want to play him as a half-backer, which is the kind of play that you need a lot of confidence to run and take the game just, on. Yeah. He hasn't played many AFL games yet. I, I, I like Cedric Cox too. Obviously, very quick and very talented mm. young man. Mm. Just... You just uh, just can't get a can't get a gig. Obviously, They're very cool. I don't know there's, if there's, you want. There's injuries. <laughs> yeah. Then there's. It's gonna be tough. Trying to break in ahead of guys like, you know, maybe Jared Berry, Jared Lyons. Mm. If you want to get Witherden. his confidence up in the team, put him forward for a few games. Yeah. Let him kick some snags, feel it out at AFL level, and then if you want to play him back, you know, can move down there. But what about, what about, I don't know. What about this young man, gentlemen? I want to get your opinion on him, Zach Bailey. Yeah, I like him. He's got some good foot skills. Uh, obviously, he's just very young. His decision making was a bit up and down, but I really like the look of him. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got a mountain of potential. This kid, and I watched watched a couple of his games last year. Yeah, obviously very quick. Can use him almost anywhere on the ground. Really, I mean, I think he'd be a good winger for the future. He, he is. Yeah. I think he just need, he just has to um get himself fit. I mean, he hurt his hamstring a couple of times yeah. last year, and it's a bit of a shame because. What I saw from him, you know, he loves taking the game on and he's very quick, so he's not, not hesitant to take even, you know, the quickest of players on. No. Another quick boy, now we're Ant- Answorth. I like yes. him. Huge fan of him. I think he was really good for a bloody guy who's just been chucked into the fold. I don't know. I haven't seen many players have such a strong debut, especially, like, coming out of nowhere, middle of the year. It's a bit strange it was just dropped like on in. the back end of the year. Yeah, I think yeah. he could have kept playing games, but I think it was... Maybe he's burned out a little bit. Who was injured? I know Bailey was injured, and I think he came in for yeah. him. Um, but, yeah, no, I think he's got a lot of potential, Answorth. He's a nice little lockdown defender, Noah Answorth, and yeah. he's the kind of player that you probably want in your, in your back in your back six. Yeah. Worth keeping around, for sure. Some, someone like a, like a Nick Smith type operator. <laughs> yes, I want to ask. That is a good call. We've seen the likes of Ben Keyes make his way out of the side. Toby Wooler is who's, a player who's in. <laughs> who's next? <laughs> well, Toby, I like this kid a lot. Who's next? <laughs> Yeah, he's a guy who he's listed as yeah he's a forward he's a tall forward goal after goal after goal last year cap yeah in the kneeful absolutely he bags of four him. sixes twos he was just dominating the competition says he's kicked twenty seven goals in the kneeful last year so he had a, obviously had a good year part of that unbeaten Brisbane team in the kneeful yeah I'd like to see him get a run maybe if McStay yeah. is injured he was or... a bit patchy last year Dan McStay yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of him I love McStay's a player he's got grey hands. Can take a good mark, but his kicking's not always there. He's he's got good running patterns as well. Yeah, yes. like lead, leading up towards the ground and then perhaps coming back. He always seems to burn mm. his players. Yes, I don't know if it's worth playing that, this kid. I, I think it would be. That's a big call, Doc. I think that's why he stays in the team. Is because of his bo- uh, body work and his ability to work up the ground. Yeah, yeah no, that's why that forward six probably works a bit better. With yeah, him in it. That's what that, that's what I like about McStay. I've been been pretty big on him. Yeah, since since he's come into the AFL and. 
bit weird to see him being drafted as a, as a key back, mm. but then they play him as a key forward. But he does so well. Yeah, because I remember it was the first year he played down back and was really good, but it was that Brisbane crisis time where they had no forwards, literally, and he went up forward and he was pretty good. And since then, he hasn't gone back, really. Who, who was it, Lepich or Voss, that told him that, uh, look, we, we don't we don't Voss. want any more key backs. Probably on, we're we're going to throw you to the wolves and you're going <laughs> forward, son. I want to see. I want to ask you about these two boys really quickly. Brandon Stasovic, obviously rated extremely high internally. I like him. Um, son of Craig. Yes. But apparently this year he's really picked up. He's lost a lot of weight. His skills have really been high quality. He only played one or two games, I think, last year. He's actually the nephew. Here. Oh, he the nephew. nephew. The nephew of My Craig. mistake. Craig Stasovic. But... I, I, but I Genetics. Agree. But I agree. <laughs> Allow football. But you, I think... You, you might as well say he's the son. I think he's in the best 22 now. I think apparently he's excelled extremely well. He's definitely on the fringes. I don't know about best twenty-two. I mean, we'll have to watch a bit of. I'll have to watch a bit of Brisbane this year. Yeah, the issue is just with the, two, with the high-performing teams. Where do you slot these young guys in? I mean, there's, out? there's a lot of these kids that should be getting a game, but they, they there's just no room. Mm. I mean, you look. Starswich is definitely one of them. Wool is another one. Yep. I, I like the look of Eli Smith. Yeah. Um, mm. it's hard to see Devin Robinson get a game this year. I think, if anything, Dev Robinson's the one that I can see getting a game. I think an injury in the midfield and I he comes know. straight in. I reckon Sarsovic is more likely to get a game. Robinson looks like a ready-made player. Brock Smith. <laughs> or even Brock Smith. More of, a, more of a winger <laughs> from the sounds of it. What about Chad Warner? Chad. <laughs> Wrong team. Is he going to um, cross over to the Lions yes, mid-year? Yes, traded mid-year. He's um, going to be balling. What about Cam Elish Elman, boys? Big body midfielder, recruited from Brisbane, mm. uh, from Adelaide, sorry. He, he's one bloke that will play round one, I think. I'm excited. Yeah. Round one. I like it. He's in. He, he's in. He's in. Who's that from that midfield for him? I don't I don't want to say put him at half back. Yeah. I've said mm. this before. I like him. Depen- depend, depends what um what Chris wants to do with it. What Chris chooses, Chris says. You're on a first name basis with Fags, are you, Doc? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of... I mean, uh, Chris go way back. So... <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you doing? Ah, oh, smoking, smoking fish. <laughs> yes, Thank as we all were. Good Fitzy. <laughs> Thanks, Fitzy. Um, and these some of the players look out for us. Mentioned McStay, Eli Smith, yep. Brock Smith as well, Devin Robertson, Alan Christensen, boys. Where are few Smiths at the club now? Where he slots. Eli, Brock, Archie. <laughs> Will be interesting. More, more, more Smiths in that rock group, the Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> Grant Birchall, how many games he plays in total? Mm-hmm. Uh, forgot man, Reese Matheson. Yeah. Beast mode. Beast mode. <laughs> Absolute buddy unit. He only seems to come in when there's an injury, Matho. Don't don't think he has don't think he's been seen since uh Kate Simpson kind of uh mocked him that, that afternoon. <laughs> shot at, him back. That afternoon at Marvel Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> when it was since Kate Simpson shot him. <laughs> there are no weapons allowed on the MCG. <laughs> Kate Simpson pulled out the shotgun from his pants. And sh- sh- shot shot shot, ra- shot race in the calf as he was having that shot and <laughs> hasn't been sighted since. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. as we Cut mentioned, this <laughs> Brisbane team is extremely youthful, mm. and it's going to be hard to hear the twenty-two. But Doc, I'm so excited to hear it. Let's hear. It. Let's let's do it. I want to know what he's done here. From the backs, you'll find out. Darcy Gardner, Harris Andrews, Grant Birchall, boys. Okay. Yep. yep. Daniel Rich. Yep. Marcus Adams. Yep. Alex Willardin. Yeah, he's pretty good. In the mids, mm. we've got Stephen Martin in the ruck, Lockie Neal, Jared Lyons, Jared Berry in the square. Ooh. On the wings, I've got Hugh McCluggage and Mitch Robinson. Beautiful. In the forward line, Cam Rayner and Dan Zorko at half forward. Yep. Charlie Cameron and Lincoln McCarthy in the pockets. Eric Hipwood, Daniel McStay, the keys. I like it. On the bench, I've got Oscar, Mc- o- Oscar McInerney, 
I was almost going to say Oscar McDonald. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zach Bailey. <laughs> yep. Calamar Chi. Cam Ellis Yellman. Uh, no uh, room for... Jared Berry in there early. No room for Answorth. No room for... I, I think I think the... um Ellis Yellman's on the bench, isn't he? He's yes. on the bench. Very on good. The bench. Last picked. Answorth's not in. Starsevich not in. Smith. Either the Smiths. Robinson not in. Christensen not in. That's pretty good. Christensen's definitely a fringe player, so... Reece I don't know, I think it kind of chooses itself the Lions team. I think their best 22 is certainly... Jared Berry's a big one. Wrong. Yeah, Berry, Berry in the bounce. I like that. I like. I, I like that. J- Jared Berry, I think he's a... I think he's going to have a big year. I said that last year, too. <laughs> I remember that. And he had a good year. I mean, it was decent, but I, I, I would have liked to have seen more. Yeah. I don't know what Chris Fagan was doing, but... Maybe... I think they were playing... I think they were playing him a little bit off... Off the, off the centre? No. I've had a brain fart. I was thinking oh. of somebody else. I was thinking of Corey Lyons was Jared Berry. No, Jared Berry is, yeah, in the best 22. Is Corey Lyons still on the list? No. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, is. Yeah, he is. Oh, he is? He is. There you go. He should be. Because oh, yeah, he, was, he's oh, a decent yeah, player. I don't know Number why 39. I thought Berry was a first-year player. No, yeah, I rate him highly. That's a good one, Doc. Corey no. Lyons is another guy that's been doing well in the Naples, so you never know. That 22 is, uh, I'd have to say, pretty much perfect. Biggest strength? I guess uh, the overall team is really youthful, as we mentioned many times, but... They've got a good blend all over the ground, really. Um, so I think they're in for another big campaign. Area to improve. I think they can improve it, but I think, uh, as we mentioned, Eric Kipwood can be the next guy to step I think, up. Yeah, I think it's more on an individual <coughs> level that the Lions need to improve. I think they they showed last year that their game style is really, really mm. strong. I think they'll, I think they'll I think they'll do it. I mean, kids like Hipwood and Barry and McCluggage, they they all they all go another level. And even the ones that weren't in the best twenty-two, mm. you think of guys like you know. Cedric Cox and the kid, the kids like you know maybe <coughs> Zach Bailey will have mm. a good year and Brandon Starsevich will have a, a a better year, you know and even even some of the kids that they picked up I mean Dev Robertson should get games this year yeah I mean yeah, I, I mean I, well. I really would like to see him I in love it best twenty two I would love the idea and I definitely like the idea of playing Brock Smith <laughs> <laughs> so yes the area to improve is probably just those individuals stepping up and they can do it so I don't think it'll be an issue for long the yep. likes of the Hipwood. Um, some of the, uh, if Witherden bounces back, Marcus Adams can play most games. We see good development again from Andrew, uh, Harris Andrews and those other young players, and that will improve the team. Tell you what, no, Answorth was really stiff to get it to miss out in my best yeah. too. Yeah, I really, tough. I really like him. But it's a good team though, Doc. I must like it. I do like it. Mm. Uh, the missing link. Now this is this is going to be an interesting one. So I think that if Stefan Martin goes down, what happens to the ruck? Does Oscar play? You'd think Oscar. You think yes. Oscar plays, and then would you bring in the likes of Archibald? Maybe. I think they bring in Archie Smith as as the replacement, and can let Oscar continue to do his, to do his thing. Yeah. So my only issue is if some of those aging players go down, it might hurt a little bit. Yes. Obviously, a lot of question marks about Grant Birchall. So if Grant Birchall goes out, I think that there would are you... players. There are players like yes. Noah Answorth who can come in and do the do would the you job. Say almost depth in key positions is. Um, I'd say crazy. yeah, key forward and key back. Mm. Uh, sorry, key. Key forward and Ruckman, if they went down, I'd be worried. The back six, as Doc beautifully mentioned, man, if Virtual went down, I don't think they'd be too worried. No. Obviously, he has a great bit of leadership. And he's Key defender, I would probably be a bit worried. Uh, Obviously, you've got... I think they know. could flick somebody down there. Mm. Like, the, oh, they could play a Wooler, Tom Wooler Send down there. Send McStay back. Send McStay back and bring Wooler up forward. Um, Reese Masson played for, sort of key forward, even at times in the knee forward. I don't know why. <laughs> 
But that's, um, not, that's an odd choice. Yeah, anyway, Brisbane, very good team. They deserve know. to finish second last year. Yep. I've got them finishing sixth just because the draw will be a bit tougher, but there's no reason why this team can't make top four. I've actually yep. got them exactly sixth as well. <laughs> You'd never believe it, but I have them sixth as well. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm with you. I think, honestly, I think the... This is a identical the, three podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, biggest, the biggest issue I've got with Brisbane is going to be the fixture this year. Obviously, l- last year they had a really easy draw, and that would have been... A, quite beneficial to them finishing mm. that hype obviously it's a great achievement but I'm it, sure this team would be aware of that doctor it'll, I, I think they'll, I think I, they can rise to it th- there's no doubt they will I don't, I don't think they'll be like what Melbourne did and <laughs> no and, one could be that shit <laughs> and, and just fall off the map completely <laughs> yeah I don't think it's even going to be the draw I think it's going to be that coaches are going to adapt more to what the Lions have been doing they've yes. had a whole off season to figure out how they managed to Jump from fifteenth to second. Yeah, and I think obviously being bundled out in straight sets hurt will hurt them a lot as well. Yeah. I, and even confidence wise, it'll hurt. Yeah, yeah. That, but they that, are that, a young list overall. I, I think I think that'll they'll fire them up to mm. a degree, and I think maybe they'll, they'll at least win one final this year. Yeah, I'd like to see it. So yeah, six. That's a good all round analysis. Anything else anyone would like to add before we get to some news? Pretty pretty blessed. Pretty blessed with that. The future is bright though, Brisbane boys. We love we oh, absolutely love, love Brisbane. Them and the Suns, the youth is coming through in flurries. Queensland is looking looking good. Looking good for Foopy. It's always so, it's always sunny up in Queensland. Into the news. The first thing we want to talk about was State of Origin, right boys? Yes. Yes, because obviously we had State of Origin on Friday night. We're going to keep it incredibly incredibly brief because I know we could go on about it for an hour. But we're going to keep it brief. What, what did you, you what do you think of the game, boys? I don't know, that's a good question. I think uh Victoria were obviously uh pretty good. All it was stars interesting. Were, all stars came out the gate. They were wasteful. Bit of a bit of very an, good. It was quite an interesting interesting spectacle. Mm. It, it was. What scared me was Michael Walters. I didn't see his beard. It scared me. I didn't know who it was. I thought it was someone else. <laughs> Baby thought, thought, thought it was um a Bradley Hill clone, I, hey? I thought it was someone else. I was like, is that Michael? <laughs> yes, yes it is. The All Stars were very exciting though. I really like the look of Lockie Weller. He was really good. Yeah. Jeez, I tell you what. I didn't recognise him either, the, no. the long hair. Ten beautiful geez, boy. Jeez, I tell you what, if he um if he can carry that sort of form into this year, I think he'll be he'll be a, a top five candidate in the best and fairest. Yeah. Um, very, even top three. Very underrated unit, and I liked him. I thought the Vicks probably deserved to win, though. I'm not sure about Dusty winning best on Grand. Obviously, that's a controversial thing. <laughs> that's a farce. Uh, there would be about five or six blokes I'd have ahead of ahead of Dustin. Martin. I would have either given it to Kelly or Toby Green, but probably. because but because mm. it's Dustin Martin and Gil McLaughlin obviously loves Dusty to the point where he wants he'd, to marry him. He'd <laughs> want to marry him and do things that we can't actually say on air. Was, oh goodness! There was an affair between Dustin Martin. Dustin Martin. And it, Gil it, it has to be Dusty. Obviously, honestly, yeah, Dustin Martin could mow down pedestrians in. <laughs> Outside Marvel Stadium, and Gil McLaughlin will give him the best on ground medal anyway. Oh, I don't know if I, <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> it was it was a, a, spe- a bit of a spectacle to see the likes of Brody Grundy tapping it down to yes. Nat Fife and Paddy Cripps and Stephen Camilio. Camilio was really good as well. Yeah, yeah. you don't see that every day. He, for looks, sure. he looks faster without his beard. <laughs> is there an inference more that Stephen, <laughs> Stephen Camilio is more aerodynamic without the beard? <laughs> he became a small jet. <laughs> No, he was really good. I thought, yeah, the All Stars pretty good. Uh, you'd have to, you'd have to wonder what it'd be like if they had kicked a bit straighter in that first half, in particular. Oh, the game would have been over, especially because they had all the momentum. Yeah. Four goals, seven in that first quarter. But the game would have been also over. Also, it seems like Tom Papley kept kicking every single goal for the Vicks oh, in the first half. I thought Tom Papley would have would have had a claim for um. He was really best good. On ground. He looked good in the 
Blues, did he? Yeah, yeah. Such, a, such a shame for Carlton supporters. That's the only time he's going to see. They're going to see him in the navy blue. <laughs> so, boys, obviously, oh. the the the, <laughs> the obvious question coming out of this. Okay, since Simpson has entered the chat. <laughs> Boom! I've just shot down all the Carlton supporters. Sorry, yes, go on. The big question. The big is? question. Apologies to your mum, cat. <laughs> it's all right. She'll she'll forgive you. Just this once. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> does this does the state of origin keep running from no. here on out? Why the not? players, the players seem to be pretty keen about it. They won't. They won't. You don't reckon? No, they, don't. Don't th- they should, but they won't. Mm. Yeah, well, we're asking if we want to. No, you're not even asking if it will. I just, I said, will it continue? Well, okay, you, the AFL won't, but I'm, I'm with everybody else. I'd love to see it happen. Yes, it'd be nice. Mm. It, 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 it's a, you know, it's a, it's a once, one, one night a year spectacle where all the best players get together, and you can see it. You, the, the, the talent's there. Like you can see. I don't think the clubs would be too pleased though. The injury risk would be increased. But there was mm. no injuries to report. Really. Oh, no, not this week. There was no injury to report in the game because we well, said with the March series, Kane Turner, he's dead. He's, he's out for the year. <laughs> what happened to Kane? He's going to miss the whole year. Oh jeez. Kane Turner didn't. Oh no, maybe they did play. They just didn't. Show, they just didn't hear it. Um, no, look. Uh, as long as long as <laughs> as long as they don't. That was not a fart, by the way. Uh, <laughs> that was just me moving my mouth. As long as there's no injuries. Like, okay, you had to let everyone know. Just, <laughs> just in case I you thought it might be. I think we can tell. <laughs> just in case you... Continuing l- on. Listeners are wondering. We're talking about injuries here. We're talking about injuries. There's n- there's no reason why they can't... <laughs> there's no reason why they can't f- play it. Like even, like Even if it's like once every two, three years. Mm. I would like to see it move away from Vix versus Allies, though, and make it a genuine state of origin. Let's see Victoria versus Western Australia. Western Australia's got some genuine oh. talent. That's what where that's where the history little, what is. What about a little well. round robin? Yeah, couldn't even do something like that. I don't know, like two, uh, two halves at a ten minutes each. I don't, I don't, I don't like putting this idea on air, but maybe something like an AFLX ish kind of thing oh, where we have oh like Jesus Christ, but not, but not on an AFLX field. <laughs> not, not on an AFLX field, but we have like. Kind of like two two halves of like maybe what twenty minutes. Yeah, that's what, that's what this boffin's saying over here. Yes, two halves of twenty minutes. <laughs> Spare doesn't listen to me, does he? <laughs> well, is he making fart noises with his mouth? <laughs> on air, on air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah, the sh- the halves with the two halves. Then well, yeah, the like, winners of each would play off in the grand final, and you have a losers match. Yeah, as South well. Australia, Darwin, Queensland. Darwin. I don't know if you'd get enough from. Uh, well, D- Darwin is not. A, Darwin is not a state. People Northern from territory, Darwin, Northern Territory, Wales, You probably wouldn't be able to get enough solid players. I from. reckon you could. That's what. That's why they've got a team in the Allies, where they've got yeah. the, like Allies, Queensland, the Allies, Queensland, no. Queensland, New South Wales, yeah, Tasmania, and Northern Northern Territory. Yeah. No. But Western Australia and South Australia definitely can be their own. Everyone sides. gets their own teams. Well, then, New South Wales would never win. Queensland, so Queensland, will never, Queensland will never win. I don't care because they're shit. What about Tassie? They'd probably be Nick better. Very old comes out of retirement, <laughs> and Matthew Richardson. Oh, I'd love to see that. That'd, that'd be, be excellent. That'd be great. Game. <laughs> anyway, they'd probably ping a hammy in the first five minutes, though. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> any other any other news to report? Um, we talk about Kane Turner died apparently. <laughs> no, he got seriously injured. And then what did he do? ACL I can't remember. No, no, no. It was some back. I think it was a minor back injury or hamstring mm. that requires serious surgery. So he could miss whole season. I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. Um, the Western Bulldogs had an intra-club match at Witten Oval that was only open to people who were members, who were paid members. Oh yes. What do you? How do you feel about this? Because, look, I can understand that. I mean, the club obviously want to reward people who've paid their, who've forked out dollars to to be a member of the club of a of a club. Mm-hmm. But I think I've I've kind of feel overall it 
kind of puts out those that maybe don't have an, who maybe don't have the money, who are probably living don't have on the membership. Hard, yeah, probably ha- don't have the money, and they're living on hard times, and it just kind of, I don't know, makes them feel a little bit left out. Yeah, I don't know. I suppose I don't, don't mind it really. It is what it is. Yeah. It's an inch club game. Yeah. I don't know if it really should even be made that exclusive. No, like, probably not. But yeah, at the same time, just time, walk into it. It's not really. A, I, I you're mean, not missing out on much. I mean, the con. <laughs> I mean, the concept is. It's a dog into club game. I mean, I like the idea of the concept where if you're a member, you can get exclusive stuff. But something yeah. like an inch club match yes. where not much. You know, mm. you only get what. Imagine if they locked off training sessions to be members only. Yeah. yeah with yeah. the open training. That yeah, would be a bit, yeah, bit dodgy. Sure, yeah. yeah, I mean, that, that would be in the same category yeah. for mine anyway. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's, 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 a good, it's a good concept. Yeah. But they just, I think they just need to do it better off with other things. Like, mm. I, like the, I like the idea of maybe preseason games, for example. I think, what was it? Yeah. I think it was like $5 or free entry or something if you were, if you were a paid member. Gold coin. Or, yeah, it was something like a gold coin. It was it was like a pretty discounted price. Yeah, I like I like the idea of that, but when it comes to something like an inch club game where you want to go watch the you want to go see the boys how they how they how they're doing, mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of feel like yeah. it, it, it puts out those that who who are actually living it tough. That's yeah. fair enough. You think it's an inch club free entry? Let it, it run be, in. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. move on. We're moving moving on. What's happened to Blake Hardwick? Couple more couple more news. Yeah, a few injury news. Blake Hardwick has done. What has he done? Some sort of leg injury, I believe. Okay. Maybe. Um, so it was something something a bit weird. Bit of a blow there. <laughs> I, yeah. like, I, like, I like Blake Hardwick. Very important pl- piece in their uh, de- back six. Hang on. Let's have a look. Very underrated defender. Sounds like a hamstring injury already. Oh, no. Um, injury to a muscle in his chest. Oh, dear. Okay, then. That's so not good. We're so completely off the mark. And Adam Trelaw as well yes. has yes. suspected hamstring injury, which is not good. Good news for the Bulldogs, though. <laughs> Come round one, absolutely. Come round one, and also Connor McKenna has made his way back to Melbourne. So good that's to good. See Kat. Yeah, that, I'm excited. <laughs> good news for a bomber supporter. Hopefully, yes. he plays round one. Do you think? Uh, yes. If you'd, he if he's if he's ready to play, absolutely, <coughs> that'd be good. You'd think you'd think he'd play round one. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fan of Connor McKenna. But no, you're not. There's, there's, Tell me every time. There's no. <laughs> there's no denying that his speed is probably what Essendon are looking at. Yes. Um. And 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 they're critical pieces in that back six. As much as I don't like it, him and Adam Sard. <laughs> Adam Sard was good in the All Stars game. I, thought. I, I will I, I will say he was he was good. Oh, there we the go. The only time he'll acknowledge Adam Sard is when he's not wearing a red and black jumper. It's a different set that he was beyond biased. Um, so we move on to the category. The final team that we've got a season preview for the twenty twenty the Geelong Cats. Obviously, Cats finished the top of the ladder last year. I like that. Yeah. Hi guys, it's Kat from the future here. In a weird turn of events, the Swinburne Emergency Broadcast System decided to go on while we were recording, so we had to stop and restart it right there. Uh, thank you for putting up with us, and please continue enjoying the episode. Thanks. We move on to the Cats. Yep. Final season preview of 2020. 2020. Yeah, look, uh, Geelong had a good year last year. Obviously, finished, they did. finished first, first on the ladder, made it all the way to the prelim. But again, they were bundled out. While Chris Scott is in charge, they will not win a flag. <laughs> yes, he basically didn't win that flag in 2011. No, Collingwood lost it. That that was 
The whole team collapsed. That was Bomber Thompson's list, and yes. Bomber Thompson would have known what what to do. Hell, you put us three in charge of that Geelong team in 2011. I think we would have. I think any any old play. schmuck on the street could have won a premiership with that schmuck. team. Schmuck, hey, <laughs> Papa Schmuck. Uh, yeah, so they were pleased with how their year went. I think through the season, but mm-hmm. finals campaign again bitterly disappointing. I know a couple of Cats fans that are quite frustrated because yes. they're just not getting. You it would. Done. You'd have to be frustrated with the p- constant poor performance in finals. Like, why is it Cat? What is going on? <sighs> I don't know what it worried. is. <laughs> They're a home and away team for sure, the Cats. Maybe it's genuinely it could be that playing so many games at Cardinia Park gives them a different home ground advantage to every other team in Victoria and makes them look Why better. Why don't they request to play the more games at the MCG then? Because Chris got they don't loves want to. a win. They, they want to <laughs> play at home. But because they know they can't win on the, the G. The thing is, the AFL won't give them finals at Cardinia Park. So why don't they just say, we want to play more games on the G then if we know we're not going to play well, because finals? Because they don't want to play more games on the G. Because they know they're going to lose it. <laughs> because they want to play in front of their home crowd. I think, I think, this, is why, I think this is why people are getting sick and tired of, of Chris Scott. No, hold on. I've got a bit of beef to pick at. You're telling me that it's more important for them to play at home than it would be to win more games. Well, yes, they want they play at home so that their fans can get to the games. Do you reckon the fans would rather see them play at Caltinia Park every week? Yes. Or would you then you'd rather see them play there than play at the G and win most weeks and possibly win the flag? Well That's a simple question with a simple answer. <laughs> no. I, if I was a Geelong supporter, God forbid. Um, <laughs> God rest my soul. Yeah, and Jesus. I, I, don't know what, I, I don't know what you think, Doc, but I would rather see them play at the G more and have a chance of being more successful in the finals than play at Canadian Park, knowing that the same result will happen next year. Yeah, look, obviously it comes back to what Chris Scott had been whinging about all year last year, about <laughs> having having them play home finals at the MCG. Uh, where's he got this from? What do you I, mean, where have I gotten this no, from? No, where's he? Oh, not you. Oh, that's all right. You're a liable tomato sauce. Look, I, I think that... <laughs> I'm a liable tomato... I'm a liable condiment. I said reliable. Uh, I'm, a I'm reliable a, condiment. I'm a reliable you're condiment. The, you're the honey mustard. <laughs> Every team should be playing their finals at their home ground. I they think sh- that's cut and no. dry. No. No, no why not? Because the AFL is a business. They <laughs> want to make the most... It's a not-for-profit, mate. Well, they are to some extent, but at the same time, they want to make as much... They want to get as many people into the grounds as they can. Okay, if you're if you're Geelong and you're playing somebody like uh, maybe a GWS in a final home yes. final, I say maybe then play Canadian Park because you're not going to get for the sake of fairness. You're not you're not going to fill over fifty thousand. For the sake 000. of justice, <laughs> you're lucky if you get fifty thousand. Maybe you'd get maybe sixty, seventy thousand. At the G, yeah. I think for the sake of fairness, should all teams not be playing? The Giants play their home finals at Spotless Stadium, even if or Giant Stadium now. Sorry, even if they are playing against. Well, then the, the question team. is, we have to wait till we see a team like Gold Coast. If Gold Coast make the eight, they play Metricon. If they had a home final, would they though? Or do they make them play at the Gabba for higher crowd? That's the question. If, oh, no, they'd play it at Metricon. Would they? But why? Why, why is there a difference yeah, for Geelong? True. I don't know. Because Geelong is a Victorian club. That the is Victorian true. clubs <laughs> play at the MCG. <laughs> You do it yourself. This is the thing. <laughs> you will fight the MCG until I say you can leave. Well, I suppose that also raises a question <laughs> for, for teams that have Marvel as their home as their home stadium. I, I have, look, I'm sure I, you I, probably weren't too happy that what was it 2015 when you had to play Adelaide at MCG at the MCG. Look, if you ask me, I I would have preferred them play at the Marvel Stadium because what we got we got about what sixty thousand at the MCG yes. that night. Mm-hmm. But look, it's not be all end all. Obviously, if you want to win a premiership, you have got to win at the MCG. That's right. So I don't know right why. for the granny. For the granny. Yeah, but you, it you, doesn't matter. If, if you, this Geelong team last year was, cap- was capable, in my opinion, of getting to that grand final, but they didn't play enough at the G. It's been like the Giants in the last three years. Mm. They could be. Uh, they could have won. I reckon they could have won. Won possibly. Um, but 
they just haven't played the G enough. And the, like Doc said perfectly, that's where the grand final's played, and that's not going to change for probably the rest of my life. Um, I have no issue with the grand final always being at the G. I'm just talking about the rest of the final series. Yeah, I'm not talking about the rest. I'm talking about their, their whole... Because if you, if you finish on top of the ladder, you've earned the right to your home ground. Yeah, but, but that but their so, so home ground is such an advantage per se. They play too many games there anyway. How and many? How many home? Ga- how many? <laughs> what, what's the maximum attendance of of a ho- of a home ground at Simmons Stadium? Is it like what, uh, 30, 30, 40,000? 30,000 probably. Yeah, it, I'd have it, to check their maximum attendance. That that that's that's gonna that's not enough. That's not enough. I mean, obviously, you get more at a VFL Grand Final, I reckon. Oh, I don't know about that. But, know, but sure. so but is the is the solution to <coughs> perhaps expand Cadenia Park? Would that capacity? But, no. but, they, but they've 000. been working on that anyway. <laughs> but they never said that. <laughs> but they've been working on renovate, Hang renovating. Cat's, Cat's got the top yeah, here. Thirty-six thousand here. Yeah. Oh, what and, and lock out Cadenia Park if if it's Geelong versus Richmond in another cutthroat final. Well, tough luck. It's not Richmond's home game. It's Geelong's home game. What? But and I've heard the writers are fan to watch my team play in the finals. Yeah. Regardless of whether it's home that, that, or away. That, that is potential for, what, 40,000, 50,000 that are going to miss out altogether. That's just not fair, Kat. You know it's <laughs> not fair. It's a hard thing to balance. I think, I don't know, I just think... If, if, it's, if it's like a Geelong... Geelong play too many games there anyway. They should play half their home games at the G and then half at Cardini if they want to be successful in the finals. It, which mm. obviously they don't. If it's, if it, if <laughs> it's, obviously don't. If it's Geelong or like a Fremantle, how they played in that final a few years ago, then maybe you mm. can... And the they lost game. there anyway. Because <laughs> they suck. That, that's another case in point anyway, while we're having this debate. Freo beaten them a couple of times down there now, that yeah. final then last year. You know, Ge- Geelong... They just can't seem. They just can't seem to get the job done. Here's the, here's the case anyway. They suck. <laughs> they can't get the job done, Geelong. All right, we're going to stop talking about this ground. Let's actually talk let's about talk the positive. Team. Let's talk positive about Geelong. Key we're players. Have to just go through this quickly. I will. Key players of 2020. Obviously, Gary Ablett, even in his ripe old age, has been. Is this his last year? I think so. Cookies. Yes. Cookies. Yes. Yep. Uh, Jack Stephen, good recruit from uh, St Kilda. Hopefully, he can. can Build on his body. He'll play. He'll come right in for Kelly, surely. Oh, for sure. He's, he's right in. I'm excited to see him, boys. Just just be back at the footy How again. How does that man get traded for pick, what was it, 60-something? I don't know. How does that happen? Stephen Wells is one of those good... Fo- he, he could sell ice to the Eskimos, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he could, oh. Yeah. I, I, nah, I can't, I can't have anything. He's the type of guy to inspire he the could sell, to come he out could, for a night after a five-day bender. He could, he could rally <laughs> the troops. <laughs> he, he, could, could, he, he could sell sand to the Egyptians. Yep. Uh, Joel Selwood, obviously, in his old age, he's still an important player in terms of his leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, How many years does he have left, Selwood? What two. is he now? 31? He's got two left. He turns, he turns 32 in May. He's so. got two left. Yeah, I'd say two to three his years. His body is cooked this year, last year. <laughs> he, yeah, he's just getting How many more knocks to the head can he take before his brain I don't know why he doesn't line, he doesn't line up with, with the bandage on. So yeah, save the medical staff. Save the medical staff some time. It's, it's amazing when he's not he's not playing with a helmet on at this stage. He's had yeah. too many too many big hits. Well, according to Chris Scott, he's only been concussed two times. So, I mean, oh, well, that's alright. I reckon Chris has been concussed. Well. <laughs> I reckon Chris is smashing yeah. his phone into Chris the box and it bouncing up and <laughs> currently concussed. How, how much credibility would you actually give Chris Scott's word? Minimal. Yeah, I'd say very minimal. The man minimal plays. Minimal the, man, the man plays a, a all Australian caliber defender in Mark Pitsar's on, on the wing. wing. Don't get me started. In the final. All right, we're trying to talk positive. <laughs> Mitch Duncan. Now this man is positive. How important he was huge last year, boys. Yeah, he'll be big this year. Where will? I, his I, best I footy? really like Mitch Duncan. One of my favorite players from the Cats. I think. Underrated player in the comp. Underrated. Put him on a wing. Does I it, agree. Does wonders. Yeah. I want to say. I want to ask, if the Cats. Go out in unceremonious circumstances in the finals again. Yes. 
Does the pressure start mounting on Chris Scott? Pressure should already be mounting now. I agree. Because, what is it? F- finished first last year. I think they've... They were arguably one of the best teams last year. There's no, there's no ifs, mm-hmm. buts, maybes. What home and away, absolutely they were. They were the best team in the home and away season. One of the best. Mm-hmm. Their finals campaign was very underwhelming. They were as it has been previously. They were smacked about by Collingwood in the first week. Very lucky to get away with it against a West Coast team that was just pretty much in second gear all year. And they had, mm-hmm. had no one left. They were all injured. And then, yeah. and then Rich, and then against Richmond, where they had the game on their terms that first half, they just blew it. They. There was no excuse for blowing such a big, such a big lead. Yeah. What, what was what was the margin? In? It was like about what four, five goals. Yeah, it was a fair bit. But I think it's a good question, though. Kat. I think I sort of side with Doc. I think Chris Scott has been a good coach during the home and away year, but they have mm-hmm. they have so many games that cut into your park. They're always going to win at least ten games plus. Yep. And even with the list in the current state it's at, I still think they can do that again. But I don't know. I think there's there's still one or two stars away from contending again. I don't think they're... I, even if they win their first round of finals this year, I can't see them. They're not a flag contender, really. A lot, a lot of their young kids, though, that are, that are coming through that, I, that I'm genuinely excited for in about <laughs> oh, yes. three to four years. I, you know, I think guys like you know Brandon Parfit, for one. Cooper Stevens was highly rated in the mm, draft year. Yes. Um, oh, who How they managed to snag him is... Nathan, Nathan Kruger looks like a likely lad. Kruger. Yeah, um, he had a few. I saw a few good games here and there from him in the VFL. Few bags of four or five, so you uh, never know. Um, who else we got? Jordan Jordan Clark showed some really nice things, and our and our, mm. our favourite, Mister Constable. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie Constable. Charles, how is he going to break into that midfield? He has to. He has to, Tim Kelly. Uh, he has to come in. But what about Stuff? There's still plenty of room. Yeah, there's plenty of room for Stuff. Stuff. Maybe have <laughs> maybe have Stuff at half <laughs> forward. Half forward could be. Yeah. He did put on a bit of weight from the looks at last year, so could he had be a couple of stubs. <laughs> Whatever that. Batted stuff. <laughs> could be a forward up. Chico rolling a stub. I don't know if he would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he would quite bring the the forward pressure that the Geelong forward line showed last year. Yeah. Um, other good players, Sam Metagola. Mm-hmm. I think he sort of bounced back last year after his poor uh, twenty eighteen campaign. Twenty eight. He's a good player. He's a very handy player. I think he can play quite a few roles, but I like him better in the middle for mine. He's contestable grunt, and I think with Joel Selwood coming down a little bit, uh, he can be a good player. Tom Hawkins uh, coming to the back end of his career, but still important for that forward line structure. Mr. Dangerfield, obviously star of the comp. <laughs> You've got him written down there as a Mr. Danger Zone. Danger Zone, because wherever, zone? wherever you're in his zone, he will destroy you. He's yeah. a great player. I'm sure he'll have another best and fairest year for the Cats. This year won't win a premiership. I'd like to see still, him play though. more forward. I would really like to see him play more forward. He's <laughs> he dangerous. Looks, danger he looks so dangerous. Absolute leap on him. Danger. Bloke's about as good a set shot as Jessica Stanier is. <laughs> Get on the ground then. Our <laughs> <laughs> uh, top Stewart all shown for a reason. Bloody best, one of the best rebound defenders, but one of the best pickups in the last five years, just yeah. from nowhere. Yeah, very late pick for memory, wasn't he? A couple of years ago. Yep. He's hard, been a great pickup, hasn't he? Hard to believe. It. What's this? Se- last year was it's his third year. Third, so, last so year was his, his third year. So what's that? Two All Australians in three years. You don't see that from that, many people. That's that's crazy. That is genuinely crazy. genuinely crazy. Uh, Parfit boys, as mentioned, he's improved a lot last year. I think he can take another step this year. His pressure around the ball has been outstanding for Geelong. Love the cut of his jib. Mm. Yeah, mine. He's uh definitely definitely 
one to watch in the next three years. I think he could when when Dangerfield, likes of Dangerfield gets starts to get on the back foot, he's going to be the one. I think he's going to be one of the few that starts to carry that midfield. One of Bristol's favourite players as well, Puffy. Mr. Puffit. Puffit. Um, this is going to be a bit of a debate here, but Josh Jenkins is a key player. I don't know if I agree with that. I think <laughs> I know pl- it's going to be. I think he plays. I think he plays every Look, single game play. he can. I want to know what they're going to do. Hawkins obviously won't be a resting forward because Jenkins is going to be I that. think Josh Jenkins will kick more goals than Tom Hang- Tom Hawkins if he plays the whole year. I don't know about that. That's my call. <laughs> then all 2019 All-Australian Tom Hawkins. Oh, how was he in All-Australian? Come on. Nah, I mean, he had a good year, but he's, he's not, not. he wasn't, all, on, he wasn't you know, All-Australian. No, I was... I was I was having a... You weren't happy. <laughs> having a piss take. Having a laugh. <laughs> you weren't happy. No, he, I was okay, outraged. He did actually... He kicked 56, though, didn't he? Okay. Might be a bit hard. No to way. Kick. He backed that up this year. No. Uh, but I think Josh could kick... Contribute 30 goals plus if he plays every week. Hopefully he does. Uh, Zach Tui, even though he slowed up a bit, the Irishman's still got a good kick on him. Mm-hmm. Important to that back six. Cam Guthrie. Still an underrated player in the mix. Played an absolute... Yeah, s- it was weirdly in and out oh. times last year. I don't know why. <laughs> don't I like <laughs> I want to spoil a dog. Is he in the twenty-two? Oh yeah, he's definitely, in the, the definitely, in, definitely in the best twenty-two. I, I, I like what he does. <laughs> he's, he's a he's a very quick boy on a, on a wing for mine. Now, anyway. this, despite what I say, uh, <laughs> Mark Blitzer. Mark Blitzer is a key player because <laughs> you, didn't have, you had some choice words for him on our Friday night instead of Origin. <laughs> I've got some choice words about him a lot of the time. I think I did actually speak to somebody and they were saying they really like Blitzer because he's versatile, and that that is a good point. Geelong's team is very traditional, settled setup. They don't have really mixed players, and that's that is what Mark Blitzups is good at. I must admit, he's a good utility. He can ruck, he can forward, he can back. But what I will protest, as always, I don't know how he can be a full Australian fullback, and in the finals for playing Richmond, Tom Lynch, best forward in in form at that time, <laughs> didn't play on him for a single minute of that game. Because Chris Scott is a buffoon. No, but how? <laughs> Chris Scott is an imbecile of a coach. <laughs> but I I don't know. Anyway, he's an important player though. Chris Scott would probably play me in the middle, and no, I am... Oh, stop. Don't, don't give stupid ideas to Chris. He'll encourage them. <laughs> He'll draft you if you keep talking like that. <laughs> if, he, if he consulted Stephen Wells, Stephen Wells would know better off than to leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> than to leave me to my beers. Jack Henry, boys, is a huge improver from last mm. year, but he's a key player again for he, 2020. He, sh- he, showed, he showed quite a bit of potential, uh, Jack Henry. I, I really like what he what he could do in the back line. Bit of a Harry Taylor reincarnation, is it? Yeah. Bit of a weird Speaking looking, of Harry, bit of a Taylor. weird looking bloke, isn't he? <laughs> Speaking of Harry, does he play all year again this year? If he's fit, I think he's still in the best twenty-two. Oh, definitely. I mean, you need you need a bit of a veteran presence down there, and I think him him and Tui's another one who I'm really interested to see because I, I I like him. He's a good he's a best twenty-two player. He can he Agreed. can run, use Agreed. the footy well. He's just been a bit up and down for mine. I think he had a bit of an injury riddled first year since coming from Carlton, but I agree, very important player. Now Alex Miller. I see you've got Reese Stanley listed there as a key player. Is that because all their other ruckmen are non-existent? <laughs> you've got a bit of a vendetta with Geelong's rucks, don't you, Alex Catalano? Uh, Darcy Fort, I wouldn't know him if he hit me in the face. <laughs> with his ruck tap. <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, Reese Stanley, he's caught, caught so much criticism over his career, but I think he's still, he's above average player. He is I, a serviceable ruckman, but that's all that Geelong have but, had for about the past but 10 me years. Out. All right, all right. He's going well. <laughs> <laughs> He's back training. No, I, I told you about him last week. <laughs> yes or no? No, I think Reese is still. He's. I think he's going to be improved this year. I think he's going to have a big year. I would never call him anything more than serviceable. 
I think he could crack into the top 10 ruck mould this year. Oh, mm. I don't know about that. There's a few players that I have ahead of him. I think with, my, with more game time, he can, but that's just my opinion. Big improvement. I think my left shoe would crack into the top 10 rucks ahead of him. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's physically possible to ruck with a shoe. but I'd, I'd be more of a chance than Ray Stanley, to be honest. But I do like I do like him. You know, Obviously, there's been you know a lot of talk about his athleticism. He's very athletic. He just, can, just leave him alone and let him play footy, I reckon. He can cover, he can cover the ground, but I think... He, I think it's been a big problem. Is that they, they seem to play him everywhere on the well, ground. He's not, and he's not suitable for I, that. I think now with his ruck, with the ruck stops, uh, stocks beyond thin. I think he'll play most time there. He would be. Mm. Anyway, big improvers. Quit. Uh, the Kai Cockatoo I've got. If it, yeah, if his hamstring doesn't explode. He he is so important because he they drafted him as an exciting young small forward top, midfielder. Top ten pick for memory, wasn't he? He's very, very highly rated, and I think he can be a very good player if fit. And apparently, his body is holding up. He's done well through the trainings, and he played in the March series, I believe, the other week. So that's good. Jordan Clark, as you mentioned before, Doc, love him. <laughs> we love him. Absolutely, absolutely. Does he play a bit more wing this year? I like him more. I like him more at half back. I think. I think. I think that's his home. Bless he, you. It, it just. He just seems to. Um, he just knows where to go. He uses it pretty well, yep. and he's got a bit of pace on him too. So, how many games did he play last year? Jordan, he played eight, played eighteen. Eighteen, pretty so good. Nearly for, the whole year. Pretty good for a first year player. He got injured, didn't he? Did his elbow and didn't play uh, against the in the yeah. finals. Yeah, I'm did, pretty sure. did something. Did something. One of the more impressive first year players. I think he was in the top five votes for the Rising Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, if like, obviously, a, a teenager in a top fourteen like Geelong, if you played that amount of games early on, I mean, that just speaks volumes about how highly rated you actually are. Well, I can't believe he went pick 16 where he was. I thought he was going to go a bit higher. He, he was a top 10 pick for mine Agreed. a couple of years ago. Agreed, big time. Uh, Jade Collajasny, you like this guy, Kat. I do I, like Collajasny. I like him too. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him. Like really his work like down him. back. We all like one him. of the more underrated defenders. He's got the, friends here. <laughs> of the Cats lineup. A bit of like a... Jackie's got a bit a, of mates here. <laughs> not quite a tall key size. No. Like a bit of a medium... Defender, I like him. I he he, he, seems to, out. he seems to play above his height. Yeah, mm. like he's got good length on him, good arms. And who, who did we mention? We mentioned who was <coughs> Darcy Gardner. Yeah, sort of that yeah. kind of mold. Kind player. of plays like him. Yeah, very good comparison, Doc. I like him. I think and he's still pretty young. College Jasny, yeah, twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, so he's probably probably getting towards his peak. Yeah, turns twenty five in August. Yeah, so I th- I'd like to see more of him. Definitely like. What about what about this one, Quentin Narkle, Alex Miller? I know you like him a lot. Uh, he's got a lot of speed. Oh, sparkle Narkle. He's got a lot of speed, and I, I think last year we saw his ball use improve a fair bit. Mm. Uh, hopefully, if he gets more midfield minutes, he can really excel his development. You can he, never never miss him out there because the blonde locks reflect the sun. You know his long blonde locks. Asava <laughs> <laughs> uh, Garadagalia, boys, obviously mm. was big big fan of him. I really like Big Sav. Uh, thought he looked. Looked good at times. Had his good times. Had his bad times last year. As we all really, do. really strong mark uh, overhead, especially. I think I'd like to see him play permanent forward. I think that's his best spot. I agree. Like, do you reckon? Obviously, I, I think there's room for all three of Jenkins, Hawkins, and Radical Ear in this team. I think so. I think Jenkins plays a bit more as a link-up, run to the goal square type character, where. Asava is a marking dominant forward, and same mm. with Hawkins. But Asava's athleticism, and Jenkins, to be fair, even at his age, is still quite athletic for his size. Oh, yeah. That's a bit of something that the Cats haven't had for a long time. They haven't really had that second key forward to dominate with Yeah, it's Tosh been Hawkins by himself. Uh, yeah, Mitch Clark, a couple of years back, had a crack and he was okay um, before getting injured and obviously battling his mental health stuff. And then there was someone else before that. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, they haven't had another pillar 
yeah. along with Tom. So hopefully they can cement them. Charlie Constable has mentioned, hopefully he plays a fair bit more. Uh, Tom Atkins, I really liked his first year, boys. Yeah, he, he's he's a real goer, Tom Atkins. I'm yeah. really 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 impressed with what he can do. Real pit bull character, Doc. Gets in and under and goes hard for it no matter where. That's that's the kind of player that you just love to see out there in the footy field. Just bit of a bit of a strange unit off off the um off the ball, but yes. um he added a lot to that new look forward line for the Cats. Him and Myers as well. Yes, Grind. Got that real pressure Be- forward. The beach bum operator. <laughs> and even Ablett, as much as I thought, you know, I thought Ablett was, Ablet was all right. I thought he, he had a really good, good deal. He's moving to the forward line, yeah. As much as you know, you want to be like he's a he's had his time, he's passed it, but he was still really good. Keeps going, keeps going, Gaz. And the last name I've got for the big improvers, Mark O'Connor, played a handful of games last year. Who but is this bloke? He's Irishman. He's a rebounded defender. He's yes. uh he's quite good. He's is is he he's Irish like uh is O'Reardon Irish from O'Reardon's Irish? Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. If Mark, I'm pretty sure Mark O'Connor is as well. We'll find out. Um, but he played quite a few games last year. He's got a nice... Yeah, from uh, County Kerry in Ireland. Okay. Oh, County Kerry. <laughs> played 30 games. Thank you, Doc. Um, <laughs> and he was, yeah, quite well, okay. Are <laughs> yeah, through comedy show over here. A uh, <laughs> couple of players to look out for. Brad Close, he played in the uh, game against Gold Coast. Really like him internally. New draft mm, what this is, year. What is, uh, where does he play? He plays, uh, he plays forward. Okay. But he could play anywhere, really. I think he was Yeah, they had a very young uh, forward line. The cats, yeah, yeah. Games. A guy who was drafted last year, Ben Jarvis, key defender. I think he could play a handful of games with Harry Taylor. You seem, uh, to, you seem to like this bloke, Ben Jarvis. Really like him. I don't know if you remember Doc in the draft review. I was really high on the cats taking Ben Jarvis, so I really like him. Cooper Stevens, as mentioned, Doc. Could be exciting to see if he gets a game or two at some point. Hopefully, yeah, it'll be um, it'll be interesting because he uh, fractured his leg last year and yeah. um, been working hard to. Re- no, hang on, I've got to sneeze and oh, no, it's all right. <laughs> no, but he, he he worked hard for he worked hard whilst he was um injured last year and I think that's the kind of stuff that you can't teach as, yep. as a coach. So if he doesn't play early this year, he'll he'll play at, at least some stage in the second half of twenty twenty. What about, a few sorry, mate. What about Lucky Fogarty Cat? Yeah. I was gonna mention him before. Had a few games at the start of yeah. not last year, twenty eighteen. He played maybe the first half of twenty eighteen. He's quite good. And then yeah, I liked him a lot. And then kinda of disappeared off the map. So it's had a few injury problems. Yes. yes. Oh lucky. Oh lucky. Foot he had major foot issues, I think. Yeah. Uh, at some point. So I if he can get him back get himself back to full fitness, I can see him forcing his way back into that midfield group. I really like him a lot. I like him. What about Gary Rowan? Can he give them twenty five, thirty goals if he's fit yeah. most of the year? Oh Gary. Oh Gary. I tell you what, he was he was. <laughs> tell me, he was looking he <laughs> was looking good started last year. He had a great start, didn't he, Doc? Says he had twenty goals first nine games as a forward. Pretty good, which is pretty impressive numbers. And he, even like I've been Gary Rowan's biggest critic, and I'm even I'll say like I was really impressed. But then after that, it just kind of like he, he, he returned to the Gary Rowan of old. He just he'd, 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 he'd turn up for, he'd turn up for maybe one game every month. Yeah, Gary. He's sort of a very momentum. Player yes. Gary Rowan, he gets one, has one good game, starts the game well, and he'll he'll give you four or five goals for it. But if he doesn't, if he doesn't touch it, that's it. That's he's it. out of the I'm game. Not touching it again. He's gone. Yeah, it says he inj- injured his injured the um, medial ligament in his left knee round twenty one. Yeah, came back, came back for the uh, qualifying final. Probably came back too quick, and then and then and then hurt himself again. Yeah. So that definitely didn't help the cause of his um, horrendous second half of the year. Yeah, but um, if he can keep himself fit again, and if he can try and find <laughs> a way to back up that that first half of last year, yeah. then he's definitely in this 22. Another guy's had a lot of injury troubles, James Parsons. Mm. James, I don't know where James I sit Arsons. with this guy. 
was Katie's first year. He was really good in 2017. Yeah. And just ankle injuries completely derailed him. Very, impre- very impressed with how he's gone about it, particularly uh, in 2018. Yeah. But um, what was this year? Made the move, in- made the move into the midfield. And uh, only played four senior games. Yeah, he didn't play a whole lot, but uh, he had injuries last year, and he's uh, he actually went to primary school right behind uh, my my house. There you go. Yeah. Norwood boy is he? No, no, no. At uh, the the primary school, yeah, East East Ringwood Primary School. Oh, East yeah. Ringwood. They said he was a Norwood boy, so he played. Yeah. played down that way. Yes, as well. he did. He was out that way. There you go. Uh, and then there's a couple of other Sam Simpson, a uh, young guy. Simpson. A couple of games, a couple of years Simpson. ago, but I hasn't have played. For no a bit. idea. I've seen this kid play, and I. Don't know why he's on the list. One cheat up. One Geelong's uh, VFL best and fairest. Geelong, oh, did he? Yeah. Well, can't, he's, a, he's a Nick Shipley type operator then. <laughs> a man who's not a Nick Shipley type, type operator. operator. Someone else to look out for. Luke Dullhouse. Doc, do you think he can bounce back in this year and sort of build on what he was at the Dogs? No, he's <laughs> as far as, as far as I'm concerned, he's baked. Uh, I thought he was all right. Yeah, I thought he was okay, Last but I, th- I think he could get better. Yeah, for sure. He, he's not getting. He's back. probably not baked. He's not. He's not getting <laughs> back to his. Best. I would not say he's in the oven. He's not. He's definitely not a potato. He's a potato. I want to ask before, we, before like, we move on to like the Spud House the twenty-two. <laughs> before we move on to the twenty-two, one guy I'd like to ask about Shit the future head. of is Lockie Henderson. <laughs> the what cats. I believe the cats delisted him and re-rookied him. Don't, yeah. know, don't know why. Uh, it's almost a little joke. Oh, it's always. A joke. Yeah, it seems to be a Stephen Wells kind of joke. It was like, no, nah, we don't we don't see a spot in you. And then... Just get lucky, yeah. <laughs> so what know. are we... Are you, Chris Scott tried a weird thing in the prelim where he was playing him as a forward to try and tag Grimes, I believe it was. Well, didn't he do that in the uh, in the semi-final? Was it the, or was it the prelim? No, it was the prelim. Yeah, the prelim, because he had him on Grimes. That's what yeah. this man's heard. Uh, yeah. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> I thought No, I thought he was talking about the preseason. No, the prelim. No, no, prelim. Oh, the prelim. Sorry, um, God. But I don't know. I don't know if Chris Scott's just preserving him for the strangest possible roles he can think of, or I think just in case injury depth. Yeah. Uh, hard to believe that you know he was hot property a couple of years back. I know he's dropped off so quickly. It's just like the games changed. He's, he's aged. Gone past him. A bit aged. Ten. He years looks now. slow. He looks yeah. very slow for the game now. Yeah, he couldn't even like the thing is as well. He couldn't even play now as a third tall because he's. Just not quick Doesn't enough to get to, the to your back line. No, he can't get to that yeah. contest. He's not a bad kick off a, off a shoe, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, could give you very little. I think just for depth, if um, Harry Taylor's rested a couple yep. of games and maybe Jarvis isn't fully ready. Yeah. Jarvis. All uh, right, Doc. 22. Give us your best 22. Lucky Anderson better not be in it. <laughs> well, there's good news because he isn't. <laughs> Thank God. Damn. In the back, <laughs> so I've got Tom Stewart, yep. Mark Blitzarves, Jake Collajasny. Beautiful. Jordan Clark, Harry Taylor. Zach Tui. Can't go wrong with that no, squad, nice. I think. In the middle, I've got Reese Stanley starting ruck. You'll be, th- you'll be thankful for that, Catalano. Well, better than Darcy Fort. <laughs> Yuck. I've got Patrick Dangerfield, Joel Selwood, and Charlie Constable in the middle. Yes. Nice. Charlie. We like Sir Charles. I like Charlie Constable. and we it's love a, Mr. It, Constable. It's a shame that he didn't get m- wee, wee. many games last year. Yeah. I, what did he play? He played seven games. He, was, he started the year on fire. Started the year well, and then... Chris Scott said, like, you're, you're too on fire, mate. We can't have that. <laughs> We're going to have you performing too well, Charlie. Um, and on the wing, I've got Mitch Go Duncan. to the VFL. Make the other players feel bad. Mitch Duncan. Mitch Duncan on the wing. Yep. And Cam Guffrey. Good right. wings. Nice. Really good wings. In the forward line, I've got Jack Steven at half forward, okay. along with Luke Dowhouse on the other flank. We love truck stove on the forward line. <laughs> Big stove. <coughs> Josh Jenkins at centre half forward. Gary Ablett in one pocket. 
Is Sava Radigalier in the other pocket? And Tom Hawkins at full forward. Named the three big forwards. There's, there's room there's room for these boys. Seriously. Right. I mean you could I mean I reckon Josh Jenkins and Tom Hawkins could actually push up the ground and be and be the bail up option because we yeah. a lot of people talked about Tom Hawkins' ability to set up teammates for um for goals and that's probably and that I guess that's kind of why he got in the all Australian team last year. Bit yep. of a cop out if you ask me, but I I can't can't disagree with the um cuz he had the highest goal assists or something. Can't can't disagree with the goal assists. Yeah. Um on the bench I've got Brandon Parfit. Brian Myers, Sam Menegola, and this and this bloke better better show me something this year. Gary Rowan, it's a good team because his best Gary Rowan's best football is great, and he showed it in the first nine games last year, as we t- as we said. Yeah, but so, Jesus, so, give me some consistency. So but who misses who out got here? Missed out? Fogarty, Fogarty misses out. Parsons misses out. No, uh, Parsons misses out. Stevens misses out. Cooper, Cooper Stevens misses out. Sparkle yes, Mark O'Connor. No, no room for no him. No Sparkle. I wouldn't know who Mark O'Connor was if I bumped him into the street. You haven't got you haven't got Quinn Narkle in. Nope. Wow. Cockatoo, yes, he's in. No, he's not in. <gasps> Pretty cutthroat team here. Tom Atkins? Nope. Oh, oh no, Tom Atkins. Okay. Oh. I'm, I'm they'd, they'd find room for him in there. There's Brian in. Brian's in. I've got the uh Atkins probably the only player I'd desperately try to yes. one in there. Get him in quick. For who quick. though? Quick. Take Gary out. <laughs> Gary Rowan out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah get, piss Rowan off. You were thinking that, but weren't piss you? him off. You know, yeah, it, no, no, I'm doing that because <laughs> Rowan's Rowan's off. Gary Rowan has You've let been me down. cut, Gary. Gar- Gary Rowan has let me down <laughs> one too many times throughout his career. So Gary Rowan, you can suffer and suffer your jocks in the VFL for all I care. <laughs> Biggest strength of this Geelong team, I think, the uh, quality overall defence is pretty good. Obviously, with Jack Henry coming to through. Tom Stewart's a gun. Zach Tui's still very good. They were the number one defence last year, weren't they? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Harry, Harry Taylor's still very important. But they've also got how the can, likes. How can you concede that number, the, the least amount of points and not make the grand final? It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. Because um, you need attacks as well. And then the wingers through uh, Guthrie and Duncan, they do a really good job tracking back and uh, helping out that defence. I reckon Sam Menegol can also float through the wing as well. Yeah, I think it'd be a good mm. option. Uh, area to improve, I think outside run. It's been an issue for a while, in my opinion. They are a, sl- a slightly slower team, the Cats. I yeah. guess you you look at if Duncan and Guthrie are running the wings. Clark off half back, he's a pretty fast guy. Yeah, and then Narkel obviously Narkel as quick. well. I suppose if you want that pace, then you'd put Narkel in. But I don't know who you take out. Mm. Yeah, but I think if they could push, maybe these small players like the Atkins, um, if Narkel improves, but also Cocker too. All these athletic young guys put them on the outside or in the middle for a little bit, yep. that could solve the issue, so it's not possible. But this is my big issue, boys. I'm not sure if they can kick a big score each week. Well, this is the, this is the thing here with Doc's three-tall forward line. Would I think it, help. it could work. I, I definitely think the, I addition, don't, the addition of Josh Jenkins will Oh, help. yeah, it helps. I just don't know how potent that forward line can be at times. Whether or not he can return to that kind of form, 2016, 2017, oh, yeah. where he was absolutely electric and nobody had answers for him, yeah. is, remains to be seen. Obviously, the new a new change of scenario will help. Yeah. Uh, and Chris Scott is not Don Pike, <laughs> as, as much as we give Chris Scott shit. I think shit, Don Pike wishes he wasn't Don Pike. As much as we give Chris Scott shit, we um language we give Don, we I reckon we've given Don Pike quite a, a quite a bit more for quite how a gr- quite a grilling how he treats his players. Oh, Don, um, uh, I think I can see this this tall forward line working. It's quite a strong forward line. Yeah, if your defenders aren't don't quite have the strength to match up to these big bodies, 
you're going to get bullied. Yeah, I think uh, it can work, but whether it can produce a 100-plus score each week. Right. It's just the teams that love to play at ground level will absolutely yeah, dominate. Feast. Absolutely feast. So It so could see the Cats being a bit more bit more uh, back and forth, inconsistent. Correct. You never know. I think that could be a bit yo-yo. And with all that in mind, uh, Geelong, I've got them finishing seventh in 2020, gentlemen. All right. I've got them finishing seventh as well. I had them lower, but I've moved them up as we've been discussing, and I've ended up with them at fifth. Ooh. So, gentlemen, we've, Ladders. we've gone through every team. <laughs> I've probably definitely said all these teams in different <laughs> positions in every episode. Well, Doc, would you like to start with your ladder? I'll start with my ladder. Bottom to top. Bottom to top. Bottom to top. All right. So, 18th, I've got the Gold Coast, which probably won't reflect on how they will actually perform. I think they'll be very competitive, but they'll probably won't win that many games. I think there's quite a few teams still above them. Don't make Stuart Duke cry. 17th, I've got Adelaide. Yep. A lot, lot, of, lot of key outs. They'll uh, struggle. Sydney 16th. Now, I don't know if you've watched their um, JLT game against the Giants. <laughs> Absolutely. Against the, against the Giants, but they were appalling. They were, <laughs> as, aside from Will Gould knocking Matt DeBoer <laughs> back into his Frio days. <laughs> they he didn't knocked do, the Giants jumper right off him. <laughs> back to Perth. <laughs> but they didn't do much. Yeah. So, and if, that, if that's any indication of the year to come, then I'd weep if I was a Sydney supporter. <laughs> 15th, I have the Blues, which yep. I probably said I had them a bit closer out, out of the bottom six, but I think it'll be another rebuilding year for my, for mine. 14th, I've got Port. I don't see them doing much noise, and I hope Ken Hinckley gets sacked mid-year. <laughs> <laughs> Cop that, Ken. <laughs> Cop that, Ken. Wow. 13th, I've got North Melbourne. Yep. I, I like the list, and I like Ray Shaw, what he can do, but I think there's still a bit of youth in that team that they've got to figure out. Yep. Good for all there. Twelfth, I've got Freeman. Now I know you don't rate them, Alex Miller, but I think an, I like to think a new coach brings a, a, a renewed sense of hope. And Man. while Freeman won't be a finals team, they're not going to be complete rubbish as well. Although I'd like to see what they do with Joel Hamling and Alex Pierce m- missing mm. the start of the year. Brennan Cox is going to have to step up. Yes, big telescopic Cox at home. <laughs> I was about to move Freeman, but no, I will not. Eleventh, <laughs> I've got the Saints. Nothing, nothing that can be said. I don't. They, they, they can, they can bring in all, they, can, they can bring in all the recruits they want, but they won't play finals. I've got them exactly there as well. Tenth, I've got Melbourne. I think they'll improve greatly from their aberration of last year, but they won't play finals. Right. Ninth, I've got the Bombers. They'll keep talking themselves up, but they'll miss out just. <laughs> Sounds about right. Eighth, I've got the Hawks. I think they've got a lot of underrated talent in that team. That I think, and the addition of Tom Mitchell will, will at least bump them up to the eight. Into the eight. Nice. Seventh, I've got the Cats we've just discussed. I think they'll uh, I think they'll be good, mm. but they probably won't break the top four. Ooh. Six, six, I've got the Lions. We've already discussed that. I think the uh, the fixture will kind, kind of bump them back down a little bit, but I expect them to be a really good team this year. Fifth, I've got the Pies. Mm. Just missing out. Yep. Got a, good, got a good team in them. Fourth, I've got the Dogs. Maybe there's a little bit of bias, but I think they're, I think they're ready to rock. <laughs> Third, I've got the Giants, grand final team. They'll they'll be they'll be thereabouts again this year. Second, I've got the Eagles with the addition of Tim Kelly in the middle. And first, I've got Richmond. Yeah, who's going to stop them? No one. Cat. No I'm doing some doing some some late minute last oh. minute swaps here. Do you want to do it then, Alex Miller? No, no, I'm going. No, oh, I'm going. All right, all right, he's, <laughs> he's, he's done. All right, he's had enough. Here we go. Eighteenth, the Crows. Uh, they're, they're cooked. They get a single injury, they're done. <laughs> they're cooked. They're absolutely done. 
17, the Swans. 16th, the Blues. Like you said, Doc, I think a bit of rebuilding still for the Blues. 15th, I got Freo. It'll be that kind of year for them too. A lot of young kids that can bleed through. I can see a few guys getting better, but uh, they'll still be down the bottom. 14th, the Gold Coast. I've said it. I think they can have a 6-8 to eight win year, and that'll push them out of the bottom four. Uh, maybe not quite as huge a jump as some others, but if they can win eight games, I think that would be a good year for the Suns. That's, that's, yeah. pre- that's a pretty fair call. I mean, I would not... I would not expect the Gold Coast to make the eight or no, any, any stupid outlandish prediction that anyone from SEN might say. 13th, I've got North Melbourne. 12th, Port Adelaide. Oh, the way I've done it now, 11th, Essendon, which... It's probably fair. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm never too optimistic about the Dons. If we finish higher, I'll be very pleased, but... I'm pretty pleased at the bottom preparing finish myself above for 11th in 2020. 10th, I've got Melbourne. I think they'll move up the ladder a bit, but not far enough to get back into the eight. 9th, St Kilda. Knocking on the door of the eight. Uh, I think they're going to be a quality side. Open up. A lot. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, when the Saints. <laughs> Eighth, I've got Brisbane. I think a lot of other, a lot of the other top eight teams are going to figure them out. And they'll still make finals, but it'll be harder for them. Uh, seventh, the Dogs. I think they could be higher, but it'll be a tough year for them. Got a lot of good teams to compete with. Hmm. Sixth, the Cats. I'll shut you up. <laughs> Even though I literally just said the Cats are going to be fifth, I've already moved them around. It's <laughs> uh, incredible. Fifth, the Pies. You never know what we're going to do next at the A3. <laughs> fifth, the Pies, yeah. Moving into the top four, I've got Hawthorne fourth, oh. the Giants third, West Coast second, and Richmond first. Hawthorne fourth. That's I've a got, big one. Okay, if Hawthorne finished fourth again, are they going to shit themselves and be knocked out in straight <laughs> sets again like they did in 2018? <laughs> well, I think the Tigers at the G. You can't G's. say that. The way I've got to hear, the Tigers at the G is a big ask, but... We'll see what happens. Yeah, Richmond will dominate them again like they did in 2018. That's my ladder, ladies and gentlemen. That's a good one. All right, Alex Miller. Lucky last. Uh, from bottom to top, uh, Adelaide 18th, as we mentioned. Injuries will hamper them if they get any, even if they don't. Uh, Sydney going to be 17th. I've actually swapped a couple around recently. Melbourne will be 16th still. I think uh, a lot of talk, no action. Uh, Carlton will improve. They'll move to 15. More more, more footy, less Helen back documentaries. Yes. Melbourne. Freya have bumped up to 14th. So they've, oh. actually, they've actually switched a bit with uh, Sydney. Have, yeah. I, have, have I convinced you, Alex Miller? Uh, I think I actually thought I uh, remembered that Fife was on that team, so it helps <laughs> a bit more. Uh, Gold Coast will finish 13th. I'm still... Uh, I haven't moved them. I think they'll be pretty good this year. Uh, Port will be 12th. I bumped them down from where I had a little bit of a week ago, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, St Kilda 11th, again, uh, there won't much change there. Hopefully they can build though towards finals for 2021. North, again, similarly with St Kilda, just youth and sorting it all out. Uh, Essendon will drop one spot to ninth, and that will round out the bottom ninth, but won't all be bad news because uh, we should be gone. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so Tr- be some, Trucky, do you love me? There'll be some good news indeed. Uh, the no top cap. eight. <laughs> Top eight reads are Hawthorne. Uh, they'll bump up one spot. Hopefully, can keep improving that team. Geelong, uh, again, as mentioned, uh, aging out a bit, but still got so many games at Cardinia Park. They'll be happy. Uh, Brisbane, again, hopefully, if they back up what I said last year, keep that gabbit sealed. No one in, no one out. Nothing but wins up there would be good. And the Dogs finishing fifth, as I mentioned, they're a strong team and still quite youthful. I don't think people have realised how young they were a couple of years back when they won a flag. The Giants mm-hmm. ran out the fourth position. Uh, obviously, as mentioned, previous grand finalists, but kept most of that list together, so they'll be good. The Pies, I think they'll have hopefully a fully fit year, and they'll finish third. The Eagles, with the addition of Kim G, 
Jelly will be very good. And Nick Matt hopefully plays most weeks. And number one, Richmond Football Club. No bias here. I think they're the best team <laughs> in the comp. And it's going to be tough to beat. But I, w- I think West Coast give them a run for their money no. if finals pans out that way. No uh, no arguments from us about Richmond being the top team. Uh, mm. As I said, who's, who's going to stop them? Also, I mean, we've got we've got the same eight teams in the top eight, just differently ordered. So yes, that is. We've, we've got a pretty good consensus there. Only one, I think, for all of us, though, yeah, it was only Essendon moving out and Hawthorne moving in. Where'd you have Hawthorne off? Eighth as well. Eighth, yeah. Yes. I've got them the highest. Yes, I know you got them up at fourth. Crazy, man. Very, very, <laughs> hu- very high up. I don't, know what you, I don't know what you're thinking there, Kat. Uh, we'll see what happens, won't we? It's ambitious. Well, well like very ambitious. That wraps up the season previews, finally. Wow. It seems like it's been forever and a day. We've come, we've come a long way, gentlemen. <laughs> the season is <coughs> nearly upon us. What is it, three more weeks? Not even three weeks yet. Two and a bit. It'd be a couple of weeks. Two and a half weeks. Hello. Willoughby. What is that? Okay. Two <laughs> weeks to go. <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm excited, boys. Where's the time gone? Crazy stuff. Yeah, Jesus, it was, um, very quiet. It's crept up on dog. He's a bit sharp. Very, very, qu- very quick and nasty, eh? <laughs> the off-season didn't end up going for too long in the end. It felt like, yeah, it felt I suppose you have lots of other things to tie you over. With Peter Bell telling jokes, it feels like a lifetime. <laughs> but in general, it was quick. But I can't wait, boys, to come to the end of 2020 and reflect on our ladders and all our stupid uh, calls. So what do we do? So what do we do next week, boys? Whilst whilst we um we're waiting for the men's season to start. Obviously, we've got. We've well, I guess we've got the women. We've still got the women's uh, to keep. Two weeks. We could maybe whip up that state of origin team. Yeah, we, we've I got. Suppose. <laughs> Alex Docherty finally getting his dream come true. Yes. Of uh, doing doing the uh, the state of origin. Twist, twisting my arm that much. <laughs> no, I'll do it. I'll be pleased. Be um, All right. very exciting because who, who who are we doing? I know I'm doing. The, the I think du- I was doing South Australia. You were doing South Australia. I was doing WA. Give me the Vix. The Vix. The Vix. Cat's doing the Vix, and no one gives a shit about the Allies. <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz. Oh, oh wait, no, no. wasn't wasn't it going to be I do the Allies and we do the Vix together? <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, that that was. But, that well, was. I guess I'm stuck with the Allies then. So someone doesn't give a shit about the Allies. <laughs> it's Cat. Cat's well, Cat's been forced to do the Allies. Forced to give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us on the final season preview for the A3 Footy Podcast 2020. It's been a pleasure. Make sure, if you haven't heard the other episodes, go back. There's, hang on, do the maths. Eight more. Eight more episodes. Eight, right, eight other ones to listen to. And so, give us your thoughts. Yes, give Leave us your a thoughts. review Tell on us about your team. Where are they going to finish in 2020? <laughs> Who do you see winning the flag? Who's going to be the wooden spooners, rising stars, all that Gross. kind of good stuff. Who do you think's chatting the most shit out of us three? All of us combined. Well, Peter Bell, I think, actually. Peter Bell. Possibly Chad Warner. <laughs> Chad Warner's still balling. Chad Warner's still balling. I've, I've got to go back into the uh, into the lab and all try right. to cre- Make cre- sure you create more audio. <laughs> Make sure you join us for the AFLW episodes, of course. <laughs> still, still four rounds to go of that season. Before finals of that, yep. we're going to have a little bit of crossover. It's going to be absolutely mental when we have to handle the season proper of the men's and of the women's. And, yes. ge- and geez, we go back to uni this week too. So yes, back it's today, all so it's us. all happening. Oh, all I'm, happening. I'm, I'm back tomorrow, so I get an extra day. <laughs> all <laughs> happening here on A3. Busy less, lives. Less than an hour. <laughs> busy boys lead lead busy lives. Yep. So uh, we thank you very not much not for sticking with us through the off season. Of course, it's long, it's arduous, but we finally made it. Yep. But Finally made it back. Geez, geez, we've we've cracked in pretty well here, boys. It's always worth the wait. We hope you stick with us through the whole 23 rounds of the season and the finals, of course. All good new A3 content coming to you in 2020. In 2020. Every round, of course, we will cover from top to tail. Very exciting. Very exciting, boys. 
Very Ooh. exciting to see how, as not optimistic as I am about the Bombers, very optimistic to see how we go for the season. Time will tell. Look, Time will tell. Look, I've always learned that, you know, the lower your expectations on a team, the less disappointed you'll be. And I think if there's anything to learn from my presence on A3, that is that <laughs> I'm never optimistic about the Bombers, <laughs> so... Yeah, right. uh, look, I'm trying not to be optimistic about my Bulldogs, but it's very but hard to. We three boffins have all put them in the top eight, when, so... When Marcus Contepelli <laughs> is, ch- is churning out... Absolute brilliance. Brilliance. Absolute gold. <laughs> Alex right. Miller, you'd you'd be excited for the Tigers ahead. Yeah, I'm just excited to see footy back of it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for the Tigers, though. I back think, to back. Um, you know, it's on the cards. Very excited to see one Richmond team do something useful. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's on the cards, back to back. I'm just excited to see footy back. I am too, mate. I'm already happy. Kay. I'm happy to hear 80,000 roar at the MCG come Thursday night. I'll be there. Round one. Oh, I'll be there too. Oh. I will not be there. I'll be at footy training, gearing <laughs> up for my own round one. Doc will be busy. But make sure you join us for that coming up in two weeks. Yep. Round yep. one preview. We'll have it all. Next week, State of Origin special. State of Origin special. Going to name our State of Origin teams. We've been we've been flashing it for the last two weeks now. You've, so. been, you've been flashing it, I think. <laughs> Alex Doherty is well, the one who's keen on it. Well, thank you all. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, make sure you, like I said, a3footy.gmail.com for all your thoughts for the season. All the social medias, of course, a3footypodcast on Facebook, at a3footypodcast on Instagram, at a3footy on Twitter. We've got Spotify, we've got iTunes. Make sure you follow on all those. Give us ratings and all that good stuff. <laughs> So, with that said, we've got something to play us off uh, from the looks of it. Alex Doherty is floating around over there with a cheeky grin on his face. I do. Um, <laughs> I, I, I kind of want, I kind of wanted to play a, a video that I recorded a couple of a couple of week, weekends ago of me singing whilst I was out in the town. <laughs> oh goodness! I might save I might save that for the uh, maybe save that for your own personal <laughs> archive. Yeah, I'll, I'll save that one for me because I like I like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> but I thought I thought I'd take us back to. A few years ago, round two, 2015, it was the Dogs versus Richmond, and a, and a ripping call from the dearly departed Spud Frawley. Cotch and oh. run down by Dalhouse. It's Handball. picked off by Minnow. Minnow to Wallace. Wallace to McRae. Listen to these names, these exciting new names for the Dogs. McRae Long. Jong hands on Jogging. it. Oh. Oh. What Jong. a grab. Back with the flight. Oh, no. Oh. Lee, oh. Lee, Lee, relax. I couldn't see who had to control it. Oh, oh, oh no. They both come down. I'm going to have to ball it up, Lee. Oh, gee. Oh, What's oh, he talking about, umpire? Oh, He's marked the ball. I have had an horrific afternoon, Give these gentlemen break. in control. That is as bad a decision as you'll see. Lynn John took the mark on the back of a magnificent bit of commentary. <laughs> and instead of that, Gary, they're bloody throwing it up 30 out. Oh, that's inexcusable. He must have seen that Lin Jong had first hands on it. Oh, yeah, that, that's a mark. I can, I can say that watching that game first up, that was a genuine mark. And <laughs> for God's sake, those umpires should have been sacked on oh, the spot. It's not very nice. I, 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 loved, I loved JB's call. He said they, are, they have had an horrific afternoon. An, an horrific afternoon. An horrific afternoon. <laughs> you have an horrific English, JB. <laughs> His Stop gr- talking. His grammar is an horrific experience. <laughs> Listening to that knobhead. <laughs> on that note, on that note, I've been Alex Catalano. I've been Alex Miller. I've been Alex Doherty. Join us for the rest of the season and, of course, State of Origin Special. Ciao.